You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 10:26 here on this Friday evening. Late happy hour with J.J. Johnson's Chemsky. We're right here on the fan. So to get those fantasy lineups ready, those start-sit-tough decisions. All the guys you want to be playing, all the guys you want to be avoiding. We welcome in our guru. He's ready to rock and roll. Jason Katz over at FantasyPros.com joins us. Jason, good evening. How are you, buddy? What's happening? Always good to be here. Jason, the pleasure's all mine. Let's start here. How surprised were you, Taysom Hill, starting at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints? Did you see that coming? I did not. I thought it would definitely be Jameis for multiple reasons. The first one being, obviously, they signed him in the offseason, presumably to be the backup, after they paid Taysom Hill. So why would they do that if they weren't going to play him if Reeves got hurt? And last week, in the second half, Jameis came in. So why is Taysom Hill starting? Well, I don't have an answer for you. Is he fantasy viable? I've gotten a lot of questions on that. And I know the ESPN League, he's, like, eligible at tight end. I mean, Jason, what kind of fugazi nonsense is that? I mean, listen, I, I know that I shouldn't come on here disparaging anybody in fantasy, but ESPN has Well, been, listen, you're on the uh, competitor right now, so if you want to do it, Jason, the floor is yours. Be my guest. I have railed against ESPN for years as by far the worst platform to play fantasy football, and it is not just because Tatum Hill is tight and eligible. It's just because over the years, their features, their UI, everything about their platform is just, it's just awful. Play anywhere other than ESPN. But that being said, if I was running a league, much like the Jalen Samuels eligible tight end situation from 2018, uh, my, I would, uh, as a commissioner, decide that he should not be played there for the sake of competitive uh, balance. With that being said, if your league is not doing that and Taysom Hill is eligible tight end, like he is on ESPN, you should absolutely play him there. Listen, Jason giving you fair, honest assessments of, listen, breaking the rules or really – not breaking the rules, but bending the rules to your advantage if you are able to do so. Now, New Orleans, does Mike Thomas, Kamara, any of these guys, do they lose fantasy credence here, Jason, by this quarterback change, or are they still going to get theirs? You know, uh, How's that going to shake out? Uh, Kamara dropped the tick because you have to think Taysom Hill is going to be running more gadget plays as he does or, or uh, – taking off a little more, so maybe Kamara goes from an elite RB1 to a, to a mid-to-low RB1, but I'll be, honestly, he's, he's still obviously a, a must-start. And Mike Thomas, I mean, can he even go down anymore? He, it, we're, it, we're heading into week 11. Now, I know we've been hurt for much of the year, but this obviously counts. Through 10 weeks of the season, he has not finished above wide receiver 50. I know he's only played three games, but through 10 weeks, the first receiver off the board, first-round pick, has given you zero viable performances. It can't get worse. Okay, Jason, if there was a fantasy takeaway from last night or Sunday or Monday that you'd like to share that has been like a great revelation to you, what would that be? 
I wouldn't say it's necessarily a great revelation, but seeing Kyler Murray in the national spotlight, there is no question. And I know I came on this show uh, late, uh, late in, the, in the summer, and I said that Kyler Murray had a good chance to be this year's Lamar Jackson, as good as anybody. And, and he's, he's better than Lamar Jackson was last year. He's, being, he's performing better than Pat Mahomes did in 2018. Kyler Murray is that guy. Now, he wasn't as cheap. He was third quarterback off the board. But he's proving that it was actually worth it. And this may signify some sort of, sort of shift in fantasy as people are catching on to the late-round quarterback strategy where you may need to, to move up and take some of those guys in, in the middle rounds because the value is there. Kyler Murray is absolutely a difference maker in fantasy, even though he is playing the quarterback position, which is typically undervalued. Jason, no, looking at next year, and I know nobody wants to do that right now in fantasy football, is Kyler Murray, though, in some ways a cautionary tale? Perfect example, Lamar Jackson last year, where you look at those numbers, you look at that performance, and it's just not flat out, dare I say, sustainable? Uh, of course. I believe that we'll be here Kyler Murray is probably going to finish as the overall QB1, and we'll be here in, in July again, in August again, just talking everybody off, taking Kyler Murray in the second round, because it's just never worth it. The, 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 set, the first, second, third-round quarterbacks have not been worth it ever. I mean, you, you can go back and you can count on one hand the amount of times that the first quarterback off the board has, has he needs to not only be uh, like the same caliber of player, he needs to be that much better than the other guys to return that value, and it's just not there. And it probably won't be there next year with Kyler. Jason Katz over at FantasyPros.com getting you ready to set those lineups for Week 11. All right, Jason. Quarterback that you need in your lineup this week? Quarterback to avoid in your lineup this week? Um, the guy to start this week is Kirk Cousins. Do not let the bye week fog your memory. The Cowboys defense is still awful. The Vikings are scoring at least three touchdowns in this game. The only way Cousins fails is if Dalvin Cook steals all the touchdowns, which, again, it's a possibility. It's always in play. If you need a streamer, Cousins is about as good as he gets this week. All right, so you're in on Cousins. What quarterback do you not like this week? I'm going to pick on Matt Stafford again, uh, despite being eviscerated by Tom Brady last week. Isn't it amazing how you've come full circle, by the way, on Matthew Stafford this year? I, I mean, I'm just throwing that out there, Jason. I know. Beginning of the year, preseason spots, early, you were stardom, stardom, stardom. Now it's like fade him at all costs. I, I, he was my like premier late round quarterback target this year, but you know what? You need to adapt. And as soon as week one hits, you, you, you get on field product. You see uh, tangible results for the current season. You have to, you have to re- adjust quickly. It's a short season. You got to realize that things are going south for the lions. Panthers have been a solid pass defense. They're allowing 19.5 points to get the quarterbacks. Uh, and Stafford's coming up on his best games of the year, but he's still operating without Kenny Galladay. And now he's got a partial tear uh, in his, in his right thumb. It's just a situation to avoid right now. Let's go to running back, Jason. What catches your eye? I don't want to feel like point chasing here, but I got I got to give some give a shout out to J.D. McKissick. The running back position has been a real nightmare this year. Uh, McKissick has at least six receptions in five of his last six games. The past two weeks, he's played seventy percent and eighty three percent of the snaps. The move to outside does not hurt his value one bit. He has a combined twenty nine targets in the past two weeks. That's that's the lead of the NFL. J.D. McKissick. He's a PPR RB one. In on McKissick, who to avoid? I'm going to avoid Ronald Jones. Miraculously, Bruce Well, Aaron he had that 98-yard <laughs> touchdown run yeah. that was a game-changer for a whole lot of fantasy players last week, Jack. Be it, fair it on was. that. One of the longest runs in, in uh, NFL history. And fortunately for Ronald Jones' uh, managers, he was not punished for fumbling. Uh, but things are going to be much more difficult against the Rams and, and Aaron Donald. The Rams are allowing just 21.6 
fantasy points per game for running backs, with more than half of that coming through the air, which is where Ronald Jones cedes to Leonard Fournette. So I would not go chasing last week's points in a situation where you, you see a lot of analysts ranking these Bucks running backs based on whoever performed the best most recently, which is why I think it's important to caution against Ronald Jones this week coming off a big game. Staying away from Ronald Jones, receiver. Who are you starting? Who are you avoiding? Let's combine them into two. Uh, I feel like I, I do this a lot. I'm doubling up on Vikings here, Justin Jefferson. Uh, no one's really talking about He's it, been like, good, Jason. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I have him in a league. Maybe it's because I'm partial to a fellow JJ. Jefferson has been <laughs> terrific. Yeah, I mean, 8 for 135 Monday night. It was his fourth 100-yard game of his rookie season. The Cowboys are allowing 28.4 fans points per game to outside wide receivers. Adam Thielen's catching the touchdowns, but Jefferson's racking up those yard, the, the receptions in the yardage. And if we're looking to fade somebody, uh, again, I'm going to go with a guy who had a good game last week. Caution everybody. Uh, Mike Evans, 6 for 77 in a touchdown last week. His best game with Chris Godwin active. AB's snap count dropped to 49%. Does help Evans. This is just a terrible matchup. I think Evans is going to draw Jalen Ramsey, who erased DK Metcalf last week. Uh, Brady is too smart to force it to Evans, and he can just attack using Godwin and AB. It smells like one of those two for 20 games for Evans. All right, Jason, we got a couple of Twitter questions that I'm going to hit you on rapid fire. The first one. A battle of two rookie quarterbacks. Only one can play. Tua against Denver. Herbert against the Jets. I think it's got to be Herbert. Do you agree? Absolutely, it's Herbert. Multiple reasons. First of all, Herbert is legit. He's a top five fantasy quarterback. He's that good. And while I do like Tua, and I know you do too, the Dolphins are not looking to pass the ball. Uh, Tua is, they're they're looking to run the ball, control the clock, and they have a, a, a real good defense now, your team. So you can't really trust Tua just because he's not going to have enough volume. Jason, choose one wide receiver. A.J. Brown against Baltimore. Devontae Parker against Denver. Your guy, Antonio Brown against the Rams. Only can go with one who gets the nod. These are, these are all bad matchups. I, I want to say Antonio Brown. I understand why you might want to fade him. Uh, it, it, it's so tough because you're going to end up with uh, – I think that A.B. is a floor play. I need to lock for at least something like four for 40. The ceiling play is always A.J. Brown. And Devontae Parker somewhere in the middle. Between these guys, I mean, Parker's got the best matchup. It's, it's really tough. I think I would just go with the talent in A.J. Brown, though. Jason, I normally don't throw a defensive question your way, but this one intrigued me. Buccaneers defense on Monday night against the Rams. Chargers defense against Joe Flacco and the Jets. What's the call? You got the good defense or you got the good matchup. And I do think the Bucs are going to be a, a real good play this week. I think, I think the Rams and the Jaguars are going to completely just flop this week on the road on Monday night. It's going to be a disaster. But if I can take a home defense against the Jets, possibly Joe Flacco, I'm going to do that against the Chargers. Final one, Jason. Is somebody in need of a tight end? I guess they're streaming. They gave me like six different options. Mo Alley-Cox, Schultz, Smith, Fersker, Atkins, you could pick up one of those guys. The options are not good. Who would your choice be? Between those guys, probably Dalton Schultz. And I know going, going back to this earlier with Taysom Hill playing tight end in ESPN and whatnot, just realize this. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, your tight end is just anybody else's tight end. Yeah, maybe Darren Waller is also up there, but this is just a historically bad year for tight ends. And everyone out there is just scrambling and hoping that they find a guy that can catch a touchdown. Uh, Dalton Schultz is probably good for three catches, which is – more than you can say about anybody else. I, I just go with him because he's playing the most snaps. Jason Katz, our fantasy guru. And Jason, anybody who needs that late, last minute, up to the date, up to minute, fantasy advice, where can they find you on Twitter? 
can find me on Twitter at JasonCat13, and I'm happy to answer all of your questions leading up until kickoff. Jason, I may have one or two of you, and uh, you might be getting a tweet from me. Enjoy your weekend, bro. All the best. Take care, all right? You too. That's Jason Katz over at FantasyPros.com. When we come back, we'll try to make it back-to-back winning weeks. We're scratching and calling closer to 500. The world-famous JJ After Dark unlocks of the week. They're up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 